Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The The starting starting place to become a future coder. coder. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from Master Entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. Welcome to the second edition of this brand new podcast series featuring master entrepreneur Charles Dash and his exciting and often dramatic journey through life and business. Now in this must-listen series for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs, Charles will provide you with valuable insights and tips for you to grow not only your business but as a person. The Entrepreneurial Dash. My name is Phil Blizzard and I have the great pleasure of talking and engaging with Shyla. So let's start this time by reflecting briefly on episode one. So how are you doing today? Hello, Phil. It's great to be with you again on, on this particular episode. I think what we did in the last episode was we talked about uh, my early days uh, with my parents, my grandparents and the various learnings that we had uh, at that stage of my life. Okay, and uh, you know, as we continue the journey of your uh, fascinating life, uh, at this stage we're still looking at you growing up in your home country of India. So what's going to be the focus of this episode? I think today we're going to look at another very important event of my life where I look back, I find so many things I learned that helped me shape my thought process and personality, ultimately benefiting me much later and helping me connect the dots. We've been talking about the dots, connecting dots from my childhood, now, as an adult, leaving my family and going to study in another city, staying in the hostel with many different age group of students coming from different cultural background could be strenuous on younger kids and it was certainly on me. The relationships I met there in three years have remained with me till today, actually. So, early stages of living a life as an adult, I suppose, and there must have been some very special moments uh, you can tell us about. The experience that you had, perhaps good, some bad and some indifferent. I think I'll start with the bad one, like I said before. Missing your mom's food was really uh, a a difficult one, you know, for for me in particular. And I'm sure with a lot of other kids as well who move on to the hostel life. But having said that, the excitement that you have being independent and to be on your own, even though I might be a little bit later in life because uh, at 19 you were not that young to go out, but many other kids would leave much earlier and go to the hostel life. But I was very excited and to meet those many different kids from different backgrounds. You know, that was a learning process that I can never miss. I mean, the amount of camaraderie that you develop, obviously you don't always agree on everything uh, because you you are into a system where you only see your parents, grandparents and uh, sisters and brothers. Now you have, you know, a bunch of some 200, 300 kids that you're staying with. And it's, it's a different from different backgrounds. It's a different life. Sure, absolutely, indeed. Now, 
going through this period of your life, I mean, studying away from home, and you, you, you made a major decision with your education, didn't you? So you had that uh, challenge as well. You decided to move from science to economics, which to me seems a bit odd. But So tell us why you did that, and really what was the impact on you and your educational development? I must say that was not easy at all. And mastering a different subject to work meant that I had to work very hard and change the whole thinking process that I had. But it also at the same time gave me the confidence that I can manage and master any subject. I think a lot of that credit goes to my schooling and my teachers and parents as well as my resolve that I can't fail in anything I do. To be very frank, the only thing which could have happened to me at that stage that I had to do well, I had to prove to my parents and grandparents who have all come with a science background and who all wanted me to study science and with my father being a senior scientist, both my sisters doing science studies, that it was that I had to prove myself that it was the right decision for me to move away, uh, do economics, which would decide the future course of my career. I'm going to say, oops, that must have caused, we would say, ruffle a few feathers at home. Breaking the mould as you went from uh, science to economics, well, with a family uh, embedded in science, you might say. So, different way of thinking, I suppose, different way of studying. So, how did you strategize that change from, from science to economics? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. I can't really recall that today, but I must say that reading many books and somehow my decision at that point in time was that I would like to do business management. I would not like to go into the role of doing research and being a scientist like my father and my elder sisters are today. To do that business management, I thought the best way for me to do that is that I need a mastery in economics as a subject. For somehow, for some reason, I thought that way and it helped me a lot later but I had to concentrate in the first year really a lot with a new subject like economics to master it and later in time in the next few years while I was doing my MBA and later as my first role as a research analyst in the financial market it helped me a lot. Now when it comes to a change it doesn't matter what it is really I suppose it might be a change as you went through from a subject in terms of education or a changing career for most of us it can be a bit daunting a lot of uncertainty so what advice, I mean, you did it successfully. You made that transition from science to economics very, very successfully. So what advice would you pass on to people who are considering a change, be it education, be it work or, or lifestyle? Look, we all know and we all read that change uh, is the only constant. And I must say that from my own personal experience that change is good for most of us. Therefore, we should never be afraid to start afresh something that we like. If you have the passion to learn something, you can always succeed. This is what my belief is, with some hard work, sacrifices and discipline. This success actually of being able to change my subject and moving to a new city gave me the confidence that I can achieve anything I want if I put my heart and soul into it and ready to make the sacrifices and maintain the discipline. Much later in life, it was of great help to me when I was trying to reinvent myself and took the step to leave my job and start a new business with a new team and new partners. Interesting because the change there is obviously highlighted uh, uh, from your perspective as being very good. So for those, you know, you, you're saying that later on in life you were able to start new businesses with new teams, new partners. So that experience of moving away from home to stay in a hostel 
all of that yeah, it entailed a lot of things enabled you really for, for much later on in life. Yes, uh, to be able to stay in hostel with hundreds of other kids and managing a variety of students from different backgrounds and culture helped me learn a lot. In fact, the discipline helped me a lot at that time. And also it helped me to re- respect their background and working together with all of them in creating a very, very cohesive environment in the hostel. We might have had many differences within those three years in the college life and the hostels, but it would always melt away in camaraderie and ultimately lead to more respect in our later part in life and would bond us more together. The Entrepreneurial Dash What I like to do with these podcasts is dive into, uh, get some of the memories from you. And, and there you are, you're in a, a new city, you're in a hostel, and surrounded by lots, as you say, hundreds of kids. Um, a lot of challenges, uh, changing subject with your education. So give us some of the key moments from that time. Like Again, there must be some good ones and some which weren't perhaps so good. Look, I, I will give you one at this point in time. There were several sacrifices that I thought I made which may not be very important to everybody, but food is a very important <laughs> part of my life. It has always been. And uh, I can tell you that uh, those three years uh, moving away from home, I w- had a big sacrifice to do where I would stay back in the hostel, even though the city where I was in the hostel, have, my grandfather was uh, there and he would always you know, push me and call me to go over and have food with him, stay with him spend some good quality time with him. But I would still sacrifice that with the hostel food because I like to read uh, as many books as possible, particularly in the first and the second year where I was trying to master economics as a subject and then try to learn from my friends. So eating good food, I lost it totally. I mean, food, and, and later it would have a problem with my stomach, to be frank with you. So the luxury and good food I missed uh, luxury of being at my grandparents, grandfather's place and not having such good food at, in the hostel which would later go on to affect my health but that I would leave any day, uh, even today as that all turned out to be very fruitful when I went on to top the university in economics and mathematics among 915 students in there. Fantastic. So for many of us, the stomach will rule our mind. You did it the other way around. You were so dedicated to your studying, you gave up, as you said, good food. So getting, I mean, that was a big achievement, wasn't it? Fantastic to be top of the class. So how did that feel to you? Actually, that sense of satisfaction was really great. Not because of anything else, but the fact that I was able to prove to my parents and grandparents that this is an I took to move away from science to doing economics was the right one. And that also led me to think that I should never give up leaving my own passion. And I don't mind to take the actions and even if I fail. They say that if you don't take any action, you will never fail. But you will also go nowhere in your life. And like many minded mentors would say, only way for us is to learn and to grow is to make mistakes while trying to follow our passion to learn something new. Okay, yeah, indeed. Follow your passion and don't be afraid to uh, make mistakes. Now, as we like to with each episode of this podcast series, we want to give you something to take away, a closing thought, you might say, or a tip. So, Charlotte, what have you got for us this time? The Entrepreneurial Dash. I think the very key aspect that I learned from this particular change, the two changes, changing of the city, changing of my subject, that I had studied for 12 years, I think told me that we should never be afraid of change or failure. It's very important for us to grow in life. It's very important to leave our passion, even if that would mean sacrifices and failure a few times, 
but our positive energy to achieve and willingness to go that extra mile will always bring positive changes and success to our life. Well, we're having a fascinating journey with you. We started off with episode one, home, and then moved on to this episode, looking at how you encountered life on your own in a hostel. Well, not so much on your own, you're surrounded by 300 students and, uh, and, and a change of education. So this journey is going to continue. It's going to evolve. What can we expect next time? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories, and tips from master entrepreneur, Silish Dash. Next time, we find out about his move to the capital of India to pursue his MBA. Charlotte will be talking about his fascinating journey there and his learnings whilst in New Delhi, along with those from his summer internship in Bangalore, learnings which would shape up his career as a startup entrepreneur. Don't miss episode three. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're, You're right, right. It's, it's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The starting, the starting place, place to become, become a future, future coder. coder.